0: Sarkarigan's Against Production. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Oh, six Feet six Under. Six Feet Under Podcast. Now, tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, you listening to another episode of Six Feet Under Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with Sophisticated Ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, y'all? What's going on? What's happening? racking, and, and packing, having it. Yo, how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for asking. I appreciate you. I appreciate you a lot. <laughs> nah, man, but what's up, yo? What's going on? What's happening? Welcome back to the 600 Podcast. Thank you so very much. Before I get into everything, can you please remember to like, subscribe, share, Rate the podcast. That'd be super dope if you could. If you could do that, great. If you can't, no problem with that. That's fine, bro. I'm cool with that, bro. That's good, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. But no, seriously, if you could, if you could, seriously, rate, subscribe, like the podcast. Great, man. I really would appreciate that. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Six Hundred Podcast, man. Welcome back to this uh, the this Dizzle. Welcome back to this outline of my life. This show. This thing. <laughs> That I do that I started randomly and then I just kept doing. But nah, man, let me get into it for real. Welcome back to Six Podcast. I am your five for nine host Uncle Pooch. Uh this is the podcast where you come to me, man. You come to me and you we're at the dinner table right now. You're breaking down, you're breaking bread. coming to me, we just got to eat a delectable meal, you chatting with me, you hollering at me. If you move to to the uh, podcast, you don't know this, but you want some advice. Yes, man, that's what you hear. You're here because you want some advice. I know you're probably thinking to yourself, what type of advice can I get from this guy? He's living living a life that I'm not very sure of. I'm here to tell you, you can get not the best advice. No, 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 no. You're here, you come to me because you want the realest advice. Thank you so very much, Sister Johnson. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, man, say, man, say, man. Yeah, man, what's good? What's going on? What's happening? Uh, Did you guys enjoy that last Hidden Gym episode featuring my boy Nation? That was dope, wasn't it? I'm gonna be working with them a lot more. Actually, I'm gonna be working with a lot, a lot of people a lot more. Actually, I'm gonna be working with a lot of people a lot more um, because there's some changes going on here at Six Feet of the Podcast. We're going through changes over here. You could say it's puberty, I guess you could say, but I don't know, man. we we, I do know. I don't know why I just said I don't know. Uh, We're switching things up, we're doing things differently, we're working things a little bit differently out here. so you know, keep your eyes out on us, man. We're just trying to make a way to get away. But enough of that, man. How are y'all day going? How's everything going? Today's Monday. You guys doing good? Chilling? Yeah, I know I haven't been dropping three episodes a week recently. Um, I'd like to apologize about that, but I'm not going to. Because there's nothing for me to say sorry about, one. And then, two, when you really look at it, I mean, when you really, really look at it, I don't have to apologize about shit. You understand me? I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing my privilege is showing. But no, seriously, man, uh, I've only been able to do one episode a week because I've only been able to get out one episode a week. And by that, what I mean is I never, ever, ever, ever want to show you, give you, display to you, um, play for you anything that I personally would be like, man, what the fuck is this? No, seriously, I am not a professionalist, but I am i am damn near very, very compulsive over things I care about. So it's like, yeah, dog, I have to tell myself to chill, Phil. You know, you gotta, gotta take a step back and chill the fuck out. Um, but uh, yeah, I can only get out one episode these last two weeks. And as I record this episode, I'm really hoping I can get another episode out after this episode, but we'll see. I don't know. The reason why, I'm tired. <laughs> I am emotionally, mentally tired. Physically, I'm all right, because I've been working out and you know trying to do better in my life and trying not to go out foul. But emotionally, mentally, I'm drained. I'm really tired. And I thought about that. I was like, yeah, I'm really tired. I'm really drained. And I can't even record three episodes of a podcast, something I love to do. You know, it's crazy to me, because I remember at one point, Back when I used to do this initially, it was like, okay, I can't wait to get home to pod. And then because I am who I am, I turned it into a job. And I can't wait to get home in pod. Turned into, oh, damn, I got to get home in pod. Oh, damn, I haven't even did an episode. You know that, that stupid shit, right? And then it really, really dawned on me. And this is where things really tickled me, I guess you would say. I looked over at my life and I said, wow, man, you can really, really fuck up a wet dream. It was like to the point where I was like, you can complain about anything, huh, pooch? You can complain about anything. And the truth is, yes, yes, I can. I can complain about anything. And <laughs> I say all that to say this. I'm with you, Simone Biles. Girl, I'm so glad you dropped out of that shit. I'm so glad you did whatever you did. I stand for Simone. I'm here for her. I wanted to pot about this when it was first news and it first came out, but so much was going on in my life and so much is still going on. And I'll get into that later on when I can talk about it. Cause right now I can't talk about it freely. And by freely, I mean like, I just I just don't have the energy. It's one of the majority reasons why I am already like tired. So it's just like talking to you guys about it right now will make me more tired, but I'll get into it later on in later episodes. Y'all know I got you. You know y'all gonna leave you hanging. But yeah, man, Simone Biles. She um, couldn't do her gymnastics stuff because she, was, she, she didn't feel like she had the mental capacity to do it. Super proud of her, man. Super proud of her. I'm super proud of her because what, what I know about sports is something that a lot of you all may not know who did not play sports professionally, um, or didn't play it seriously. I didn't play professionally ever, but, um, you know, I took it very, very serious and it is, you know, being an athlete, what's crazy is, is that it's one of the, Only jobs that everyone has attempted to do, feels like they can do, or think they know how to do it better than the person doing it in front of them. So, case in point, you go into a surgeon's office, right? You ask the surgeon, how do you do this? And the surgeon says, how do they do it, right? And you nod your head yes, and you go, well, I hope they know what they're talking about. And then you go get cut up by a surgeon, and the surgeon kills you on the the, uh, the dinner table. Can't really blame the surgeon, hey man. People make mistakes. I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure they're gonna get sued, but hey man, that's what insurance is for. But the surgeon did his or her job. Now, how well they did it, mm, but the thing about the fact of the matter is that they did it. Okay, they did it. They got it done, and after they did it, got it done. They also, also, also know that you can't do it, because if you could do it, you wouldn't come to that surgeon, right? So think about it like this: Simone so Biles drops out of being an athletic, uh, Olympic athletic. Comp- competition or whatever the fuck you dropped out of I don't know what you dropped out of I don't really care because I care more about the people than I care about sport because honestly I am not a fan of sports anymore as a person who previously dedicated his life to them I think they in some ways are a waste of fucking time I do believe sports are a good thing I do believe they create unity in the community I do believe sports allow you to become um, you know a different version of yourself and whatnot but sports are a fucking joke to me um People put too much stock in them. People try too hard to put their kids in them. People hang on to them too damn long. And that's what becomes a joke to me. It's because it's just like, man, you know, the crazy thing about a sport is you're doing all this for the possibility of nothing. You know, you go to school, you continue to go to school, they're going to let you become a doctor if you pass the test. Same as being a lawyer, same as being a, a, a technician, you know, anything. But with sports, you can put in all that work and none of those things come true. None of those things will occur for you. Nothing will work for you. And it's just one of those sad things, man, where I just look at people and I'm like, hey, man, leave this sports shit alone. But who am I, right? But Simone Biles, man, she she dropped out at competition. And I'm very proud of her because this is something I want to share with you all, and, I, and this is where I'll close out this episode. And I'll try to talk for 10 minutes if I can. If I can't, I'll talk shorter, but I wanna give Elise a good piece of this. Unless you've been there, unless you've dealt with it, unless you've had to embody the actual feeling, you have no idea what it feels like to be an athlete. And I'm not talking about a high school athlete because that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Your high school athlete is a joke and that is true because that high school athlete will tell you that, you know there's a different level between high school ball College ball and, you know, professional ball. And that's any sport, whatever sport it is. High school sports are a joke. I don't really go around running my mouth about being really, really good in high school because, I mean, although I do thoroughly enjoy that I was good in high school and I know I was good in high school, it was high school. Leave it alone. No big whoop. Feel me? That's how I feel about it. But, eh, eh, I could be being very facetious right now. But no, unless you've ever been in a position as a college athlete or a professional athlete, you don't understand how stressful this shit really gets. You don't understand how nerve-wracking this shit really gets. You don't understand the anxiety that comes with this shit. You don't understand the pressure that comes with it. And then, last but not least, what you also don't understand is that once you're done being an athlete, you have officially died. That person that is within you has died. That athlete, once you have retired from whatever level it is, you're never going back to that man. That person is gone. An athlete in its purest form, a person who is athletic and does athletics and takes it serious, that person understands um, at least a, a athlete that has no longer, you know, they, they've they retired from their sport or they've stepped away from doing it at the level they used to do that. That person understands that you don't die just once in his life. You die twice as an athlete. The person that you were, the feelings that you had, the intensity that you played with, the uh, competition that you, you 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 know you you focused on, all of that shit is only in the world of sports. You see, Openly, it's okay to be competitive in sports. Openly, it's okay to be selfish in the world of sports. Openly, it's okay to get in people's face in the world of sports. But in the world of reality, this is not okay. This is not okay. This is not okay. And I had to say that three times just so you could get it because I did not resonate that well. In my personal life, I was who I was on the field and off the field. And that made for a great athlete, sometimes a great worker slash employee, terrible individual, terrible individual, terrible individual. It's like the michael jordan effect man i i wanted and i want to be great so damn bad that i was willing i am willing shout outs to uh you know i'll say his name shout outs to perry Michael it's my roommate from back in the day in college in my el camino days he'll come on i'll have him on the episode but he and i were uh briefly talking about uh subject matter um and uh you know the, the kobe bryant method the mama system and the Michael Jordan effect, it, it there are people who really, really want to be really, really great and they, they want to be really, really good. Um, they have crazy great work ethic, but they don't understand why motherfuckers can't be them. And when you think about it, you're like, Yeah, why can't you be them? Because one, you're not genetically gifted. Because that is a thing. In sports, it's a thing called genetics you're literally born with this, you know, like your dad or granddad or whoever the fuck was built like this. So that's why you're built like this. Feel me? (laughs) So you can't steal Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan's genetics because you're not, you're not them and your parents aren't them. So never be born to you know, have those measurements. So if you don't have the genetics at first, that's already struck against you. But let's say you do have genetics. What about the worth ethic? Well, the worth ethic is one thing because where that derives from is where 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 is your hunger? See if you live a life of comfort and you're fine. I mean, what is it? Why do you need to be in people's face? Why do you need to be angry? Why do you need to be competitive? Why do you need to be all this stuff? You you have comfort. But if you're always in a place to feel like you need something to prove, you're always in a place to feel like you have to do something, you're always in a place to feel like you have to overcome something, then now you have a mad worth ethic. You want what you want. Good for you. We're really happy for you. You have a drive. But here becomes the problem it's not your job to tell people to do better unless you're their manager. It's not your job to tell people to get on your level, unless, I don't know, that's, you're the leader. And it damn sure ain't your a job to just outly tell people that their, their idea of work and, and, and their idea of mental health isn't good enough because they're not you. See, Simone Biles did what a lot of people wish they could do. She took control of her narrative. She took control of her future. Yo, this is small Biles. I am who I am. I am who I am. And don't you dare try to make me be in a box of what you think I can do. I could hurt myself if I don't focus on this balance beam. I could hurt myself if I don't focus when I do this gymnastic stuff. I could hurt myself when I'm out here trying to do something I'm professionally good at and little kids are looking up at me and doing and the world is staring at me. And I'm sitting here with my mind on something else. You see her work ethic got her there. So for anybody to say, you know, it was weak, or it was this, or you should push through, or whatever, whatever, you're ignorant. You're ignorant. You have to understand, man, these people are people first, athletes second. I will be running the trend on that a lot this year. But seriously, people first, athletes second. Is that is that difficult for some of you to understand? Or are you still like one of those weird motherfuckers who are like, well you paid all that money? You paid all that money. Why don't you just go out there? One portion I wanna speak on, and I wanna speak on as briefly as possible because I hate ending shows on notes like this, but it's a mundane, I wanna educate you. If you're not aware of this man's story, if you're not aware of who he is, and I employ you to go back and look at him. He was one of the greatest uh, players of his time, of his era, he was a really, really good player. Um, cool thing about it was he was a player of, uh, you know, Islander descent. So there weren't really many people of his, uh, of his ethnic background at that time, uh, being marketed on a full front fledge. At least I did not know many uh, Samoan or Islander or, you know, I'm sorry, I don't know if he was Samoan or not. I'm gonna just say Islander um, or Polynesian, Polynesian. Oh, should I say Poly? I'm gonna just say Islander. Sorry, I'm not trying to fuck this up guys. So please deal with my sophisticated ignorance. But seriously, man, um, Junior Sayah, is one of the rawest athletes I had ever seen in my life. Um, back when I was a kid. If you're not familiar with Junior Seau, man, ser- seriously go look it up. Junior Jr. Seau, S-E-A-U, Mr. Seau. I hope I spelled that correctly. I'm sorry if I didn't. But Junior Seau, man, was raw. He was, he was good, dog, he was, he was good. And if you're not familiar with the story, like I said, I would employ you to go back and please look, look into his story. But, you know, Junior, was one of the rawest athletes i would ever seen. But unfortunately, like many, many, many um, athletes, including myself, when Junior's athletic career had to end and, and it died, it seemed from the things that I've read about him, he couldn't take that. He didn't know how to deal with that. He didn't know how to deal with not being on the football field anymore or being in that limelight or being that person. You see, there's normalcy, there's average, and then there's just downright legendary. And when you live a life that is uh, somewhat legendary in the field and the career that you live in, especially with so many people watching you, I'm sure, your reality can get a little warped. It can get really warped. And, um, you know, unfortunately, he was not able to, it seems like, you know, do, and I'm not going to get into the medical portion because that's that's neither here nor there, and I'm not a scientist, so I can't speak on that. But regardless of whatever it was, you know, he couldn't take it. So, you know, he did what he had to do, you know, and God rest his soul for that. So I think about Small Biles and I think about you know the fear that comes with failing in a sport. And I instantly am just proud of her for saying I don't give a damn if I don't win in this sport. Because I've already won in life. Listen to another episode 6 in the podcast. I am your 5 foot 9 host with sophisticated ignorance. Uncle Poop. Jay. and like always ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please allow the peace to get the evil that's come from within you. Until next time, guys, I am out. This is Star Kerrigan.